started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. Uh, welcome back to your favorite podcast that's ever existed, City Girls Make Do, where we talk about the best show that's ever existed, Sex in the City. I'm Stephanie, and in Six Inch Heels, I'm about face-to-face with Alex. Aww. <laughs> I mean, it's true, you should say it. Uh, yeah. And speaking of, I'm Alex, and oh my god, is that Wendy Wasserstein and Gloria Steinem? <laughs> Oh, we are back to talk about season three, episode three, which is Attack of the Five Foot Ten Woman, which yeah. is an interesting title because there's no five foot woman actually doing any attacking. No, she's just kind of there. <laughs> she's there. She exists. And you know what? She's valid for being five foot ten. I respect her and I salute her for being five foot ten. This is a women of all heights like solidarity positivity podcast i'm not gonna accept like height shaming or attack she's not attacking she's still existing yep she didn't do anything she pretty much just showed up in the episode and carrie like we'll get to what she does but she just like she doesn't know how to handle seeing big's new wife basically and yeah we get this is a really good episode because uh we were talking earlier about how there's like pretty much no men in this episode it's very female focused which i loved this was a good episode i think this week i will say i enjoy i enjoy having men around because of the drama they cause true both in the show and in real life (laughs) (laughs) that's a good point i mean like yeah, it is true that, like, as much as drama is annoying, it's also kind of one of those things where if nothing's going on, I'm like, well, this is fucking boring. So, yeah. like, it is kind of nice to, like, sometimes wake up in the morning and be like, wake up to you saying something like, oh, my God, did you see this? And I'm like, oh, good, there's something to read about. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway, um, even though it's super female-focused, our question this week was kind of, like, Carrie oh, chill. This is, oh my uh, god, this is the most, like, I don't want to say offensive, because I feel like that's kind of, um, being, uh, stuff that, there's, there's actual offensive things in the world, but, like, yeah, I mean, she did once ask if there was a caste system in dating, so I feel yeah. like that was a more offensive question <laughs> than this one. But it is a very, like, internalized misogyny type question, kind of. So, yeah. like, I mean, we'll get there, but, like, the, uh, I don't know. It was, there were some stupid things this week, but also it was a fun episode at the same time. So yeah. I guess we should just jump into what happens. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so we start out at brunch. So uh, Carrie says she loves brunch because you get to sleep in. There's usually alcohol. And uh, you get to read the woman's equivalent of the New York Times sports pages at Sunday brunch. Because, yeah. yeah, you get the wedding announcements in the Sunday paper. So sports. that's their sports. <laughs> sports for women is marrying a man. Like, it's just, I mean, I hate being like... I don't know, very Emma Watson style lib feminist, but like, <laughs> it's kind of mind boggling. Yeah, like, they, well, it's interesting because, like, 
on the one hand, they're looking at this and being like so into it, like reading all these things about these wedding announcements. But then on the other hand, like they're making fun of all these women who are like, you know, oh, this woman's 24 and she's quitting her job to get married to this guy. Like, yeah. wow, does she not have any self-respect for like her own life? And it's like, you're, you kind of, have, they kind of have both. It's like they're having their cake and eating it too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't blame them. If some fucking rich guy came along now and asked me to marry him Mm -hmm. um, and I could just sit around all day, I would consider it. Mm -hmm. It's true that it's like, it's interesting that you would even put that in your wedding ad though. Yeah, why? I didn't even. Did they? Do newspapers still have this? That's what I want to know. I think they do, but I think that like, okay, so I think for like weddings, I mean, I think for the New York Times, this would be much bigger than for like a normal city's newspaper. Like, I'm thinking. Like, I think there, like, I remember when I graduated high school and stuff, and, like, my dad, um, actually, like, a bunch of my family works at the newspaper from my hometown, and so, like, they get discounts on newspaper ads and stuff like that, so, like, we're gonna get an ad that's, like, congratulations for graduating. (laughs) But, like, I guess people also do it for weddings, but it just seems like one of those things, like, where if my family didn't work there, they probably wouldn't do it, like, I don't know. I don't... Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I've I've heard of. I think like one of the sort of London papers runs like a a birthing one, a birthing. But like people will announce their children and be like, so and so have welcomed Grace Abernathy. Bought she's seven yeah. pounds and whatever. No one gives a shit. Like true. But- I know that there is one of those for me for sure because I remember looking through when I was like, fuck. I was when I was at home over Christmas. I was looking through like a photo album of baby pictures, and there was like a newspaper cutting of my birthday. And I was like, well, "That's nice, I guess." But it's like tiny. It's not like it's like, "Oh, here's a photograph and everything." And uh, but it, you're right. Like, who cares? <laughs> like, I don't care. I know there's babies being born like every second, but uh, yeah, and mm-hmm. that. I mean, I get that they're sort of talking about how like it's so. 1950s that all these women are getting married and then leaving their jobs they're also they are so young the women they're talking about the Uh oldest one is 27 yeah that's wild and like like obviously they're all in their 30s like the girls like our girls and you know charlotte's kind of just like i can't believe this like like the oldest one is 27 this one here is 24 and like yeah i can't even imagine like i know people used to get married younger but like it really just seems like rich people (laughs) business like yeah i don't know i I wouldn't even consider getting married until i was like 27 but Mm -hmm. more power to him i i mean i guess we know we know uh, summer is like the only person we know who's married (laughs) and under 30 so yeah well my friend david's also married and under 30 but like that's it those are the only friends I know who are married and under 30, I think. I, I mean, yeah. even now, I knew a girl who was, like, 25, and she mm-hmm. was like, oh, I'm getting married, I'm pregnant. I was like, okay. And then and a friend of mine just got engaged, and I'm like, that's so wild. I can't believe people doing that. Uh-huh. Jesus, you trust like, I mean, I do know. I know more people who are, like, engaged or married who are under 30. I just wouldn't consider them my friends. <laughs> <laughs> 
so like because like I mean I'm almost 28 like everyone I like a bunch of people I went to high school with are married now but I just like, don't give a shit about them so yeah I'm, I mean yeah I'm just like damn bitch you live like this you're gonna live like this uh, I mean it's like I, I mean we talked last week about like I mean I get off on the idea of domesticity oh yeah yeah but like (laughs) at the same time it's just so obnoxious sometimes when it's people you like already don't like in the first place you're just like shut the fuck off like true with summer and norris like oh they're adorable they're perfect and then Mm. with everyone else i'm like you sure you you want to do that um (laughs) i don't know about all that but yeah, yeah whatever i mean i don't know i'm I mean, listen, I have panic attacks trying to fucking talk to people. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting married anytime soon, so <laughs> it's not really my business, is it? Yeah, people can do whatever they want. Like, it's, you know, it is what it is. If you if that's going to make you happy, then go for it, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, it does seem like when you're putting it in the paper and, like, in the New York Times and when it's a big ad, like – because we're going to see in a second that it's not just ads that are like, I mean, some of them are small, but then we see, you know, a full like half page wedding ad and it's like, okay, this is a bit performative. Like yeah. no one gives a shit, but I don't know. Mm. It's, it's extremely performative, but I mean, that's, that's, that's white people for you. That's a true, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then Charlotte squeals. Um, uh-huh. Uh, because there's like a whole story on big and natasha yeah it's fucking huge like it it is seriously like a solid junk of the paper like with a gigantic thing of text like i don't even know how you could put that much information in one wedding ad but they did it yeah i well it's like and this is like a broadsheet as well it's not a small paper it's huge mm-hmm. yeah no it's huge and yeah it's a gigantic photo of the two of them too and it's like Mm. oof yeah she tries to kind of like hide it from from carrie and be like oh it's nothing it's nothing and then you know obviously they see it because she's being a she's being so obvious that she saw something like uh and carrie tries to play it cool because you know she knew this was happening like big had his wedding party they had like she knew he was engaged so this isn't a surprise or anything but like you know yeah. it's still it's still hitting her pretty hard because she I mean, loved him she, she loved it. she's kind of playing it off in front of everyone like no it's fine it's fine but mm-hmm. then we see her in her apartment with charlotte and did you notice Carrie's wearing like two different prints, which don't match? I, but I'm in love with this outfit. <laughs> I didn't really look at her outfit in this scene. I remember being kind of like, eh, like I don't think there was any. Well, okay, one of her outfits this episode kind of stood out to me, but this was not it. So yeah, yeah. Well, she had like blue, like a like a Dorothy kind of like gingham, but it was bigger, so it was a plaid trousers mm-hmm. with ruffles on the side, and then like a purple and black like paisley shirt it was a choice interesting Hmm. i didn't notice that but that's a choice on her part that's fashion i guess Mm. (laughs) that's fashion babes yep (laughs) and so like i guess charlotte comes into the apartment to like 
I guess kind of try to keep Carrie company because, you know, she can tell Carrie's upset about it. And yeah, yeah, Charlotte's basically like, look, I know you're going to read the paper anyway, so let's just get it over with and do it now, which uh, that's, I mean, maybe yeah, a good so, idea to do it with her. So Yeah, and with a cocktail. And yeah. they're reading it together. Well, actually, Charlotte's reading it aloud and then Carrie's making comments. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> it's good. Her martini and she's just mocking it the whole time. And, like, I don't blame her. I'd make fun of it, too. Like, it is pretty... Pompous. It's, it's yeah. It's it's obnoxious. But... Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, so it's, you know, oh, the, they got married uh, at her parents' place in the Hamptons and blah, blah, blah. And then Carrie's like, mm, this all sounds like Natasha. I don't hear big in any of this. True. And she just straight up calls it bad journalism. <laughs> coming from her. Coming from right? the it's sex like, column. the sex yeah, columnist. It's like, it's a fucking puff piece. Like, it's not like, it's not like fucking, you know, breaking news or anything like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, this isn't a war zone. It's yeah. a fucking rich woman's wedding, but yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I do love that they made fun of this part where they're, like, Charlotte says there were only 50 people because they wanted to keep it intimate, and Carrie's like, okay, so just your friends and close family and the entire New York Times. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. I love judging other people's weddings. (laughs) (laughs) True. I mean, I just love judging other people. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's the whole basis of the show, really, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I would totally, if I was Carrie in this situation, this would be me right now. Like, I would be reading it and being like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> like, mm, come on. Mm. Uh, but, mm. And then we get to the sad part because yeah. she, yeah. So, she, like, uh, Charlotte's reading it off and she had white gladioli with tied to, with, together with a red ribbon, which I think is tacky. I hate red and white together. Um, <laughs> I think, what are you, fucking Santa Claus? It's disgusting. I hate when people have red as their accent color for their wedding. I hate it. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, and then she walked down the aisle to When a Man Loves a Woman. On the um, saxophone, which, I mean, that's a sexy the, instrument. On the saxophone, maybe it was, um, maybe Bill Clinton was there. <laughs> possibly yeah it's a very interesting choice of a instrument to walk down the aisle to i mean it's i love so, a saxophone but <laughs> it's so sexual it's a violin uh-huh. a violin yeah. a viola you want strings you want strings or woodwind you don't want to uh-huh. is it a saxophone saxophone what is saxophone i don't know i mean it's sexy but you don't want your wedding to be sexy if it's just like your family of there i don't know no <laughs> Um, and, but yeah, like, this is the part where Carrie realizes, because before she said, oh, it's all Natasha, all I'm hearing is Natasha, but, you know, the song, that's big. Like, when a man yeah. loves a woman, that's big. And then she's kind of, then she starts to get upset and, um, you know, Charlotte's like, you know, he wasn't the right guy for you, so... You know, it's not, he wasn't right for you. And Carrie's like, well, it's not that. It's just like, you know, she doesn't feel like she's ever the right one. You know, like she's just this sex columnist. It's it's not any one thing. And she feels pretty down on herself about it. Because, I mean, I feel similar. I mean, basically Big said he didn't want any of this stuff with Carrie. And then suddenly he wants it with someone else. So It's so, I I mean, as much as we shit on Carrie, I cannot deny this is just horrible this is so unfair yeah it sucks and you know she she kind of 
lets out a good cry about it and it's like you're yeah. valid you you are allowed to feel this way yeah and she's like i'm you know i'm next to what did she say she says i'm the sex column next to the penile implants yeah she does say that <laughs> <laughs> which is interesting i yeah i can i can relate to carrie you know mm-hmm. but she, this is just such a stupid fucking question yeah she like i feel like she's valid for this part of the episode but later on when it becomes more personal with natasha i'm kind of like i get that you're feeling kind of you know i get where she's coming from yeah but at the same time i'm like okay you do need to be a little bit mature about it so Mm -hmm. uh so moving on then Mm -hmm. we get magda supporting character Yes, Miranda has a new cleaning lady, a new housekeeper. Uh, this, <laughs> I really loved this plot. Like, finally we got blessed with a Steve-less episode. <laughs> oh, it's so nice. There's no Steve. And this is just, I just think this plot is funny. Like, I, I don't know. It's one of my favorite Miranda plots in the whole series. Um, yeah, because it's just, it's so stupid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, we meet Magda, who's her new cleaning lady, and she's just, like, tr- she's being a bit judgy. Uh, she's being she's judgy, to- yeah. A bit judgy, a bit, like, like underhanded judginess, you know? She uh-huh. sort of, she hands, she moves all of, um, she's moving lots of Miranda's stuff because, you know, Miranda, Miranda is a busy woman. She doesn't have all of her things in the right place. And I guess so. I'd be pissed if my if I had like a cleaner. And I mean, I mean, I don't, can't even imagine that anyway. But like, I'd be pissed no. if I had a cleaner and they moved my stuff into a different place without telling me. I, I'd be pissed. I, yeah, I guess you would sort of have to be like, okay, look, if you're moving my stuff to organize it better, please tell me where things are. Mm-hmm. But. Yes, I mean, I can't really imagine ever having a, a cleaning lady. Yeah, I mean, my house is not nearly big enough. I say house, my apartment is not nearly big enough for me to need someone else to come in and clean it for me. Like, we had a cleaner at my old house that I lived in when I was in grad school because there were six girls who lived in the house. And so my yeah. landlady was like, this is part of your rent. Uh, but they only cleaned, like, the common areas, not, like, any of my other Rim. stuff so yeah. yeah and yeah i can't even imagine ever wanting to have a cleaner in the size of place i have at the moment but i guess miranda's you know well off for herself because you know she's a lawyer she's got her apartment so i guess <laughs> I she can like, afford a cleaner i feel like we say she's a lawyer every single episode because we just need to make that very clear i mean we do she's a lawyer which means she's like she's professional and has some monies i guess i don't know yeah um so yeah magda is being judgmental she sort of hands her a very small coffee mug and uh-huh. she's laid out some herbal tea and rand is like i want coffee and i want my big mug <laughs> she needs her big girl mug uh, i need my big girl mug i forgot I people just... don't have travel mugs at this time true i know it's so weird to think about drinking just like out of a normal mug because it seems like she's in a rush and like needs to leave but this is also such a stupid thing to be judgmental about like being like oh you know tea is better for you like coffee isn't exactly like bad for you i mean you probably shouldn't overdo it but like herbal tea doesn't have caffeine in it 
I know. And it's like, maybe maybe Magda is like extreme straight edge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, hmm, I don't think <laughs> she should have any caffeine. <laughs> oh my goodness. She's got like the X's like tattooed on her hands. Yeah, exactly. Love it. Uh, yeah, and she's like, oh, you have a rolling... She's, what is this rolling ping thing? Because what do you Miranda, mean, what is it? Like, what? I mean, I know what rolling pin is. Yeah, I yeah, used yeah, one yesterday, believe yes. it or not. Um, <laughs> but no, she... Uh, Miranda doesn't even realize that she had a rolling pin. And uh-huh. Magda's saying, oh, you know, you use it to make pies. That's what women do. Which is yeah. a strange statement. <laughs> it is very strange. And I also don't get why Magda is buying all these things for her. Like, she does not make enough money, probably, to want to buy things for her new, like, no. employer. Why would she do that? It's like a waste of her money. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it doesn't really make sense. And Miranda... <laughs> And we get a scene where Miranda, like, talks to Carrie and is like, do you own a rolling pin? <laughs> Which is interesting. Like, why, why would you ask Carrie this? You already know she doesn't. Carrie, Carrie strikes me as a type of woman who cannot even cook. Uh, no. Well, Carrie says that she uses her oven for storage. Yeah. So, uh, I feel like there's a middle ground between Magda and Carrie. Like, I feel like there's a middle ground where you, you know might have a rolling pin because you bake sometimes, but you don't think it's the only thing women should do. <laughs> like, I feel like I, there's a middle somewhere that's I, be, probably good. Maybe most people. I don't know. Yeah, yeah uh, I don't know. It's a yeah, normal thing to own, I do have a but... rolling pin, but I don't really think women need to be baking pies all the time. I don't even like no. pies. I don't I like, like pies. pies but I'm sorry. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna buy a pie if I want one. I mean, I've yeah. baked a pie before, but like, <laughs> if uh, the time I use rolling pins the most are like if I make gingerbread men or something Ooh. like that. Yeah, make gingerbread men, roll them out. I, I most bake, recently so. used a rolling pin to roll out some dough. Uh, my mother and I made bao, which was really oh. delicious. Yeah. Oh, that sounds so good. Some, we had it with some vegetarian like duck. Ooh. And then it was real good. And some gyoza so and some edamame. It was. I'm anyway, so yeah, I <laughs> yeah. feel like everyone should make steam buns. <laughs> I feel like everyone, you know, it's good to you know cook or bake every once in a while. But yeah, it doesn't mean you need a rolling pin, I guess. But it's good no. to have. It's good to have. It's good to. You can use a wine bowl. That's true. You could do that too. So yeah, uh, but yeah, she does ask Carrie this when they are shopping for. I don't know why they're shopping. Because uh, yeah. that's what women... Women be shopping. And... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she's asking Carrie this. And this is the strangest segment. Okay, so Carrie goes to into the changing rooms to, you know, try on her clothing. And then she's like, oh, I need another size. Uh, but while she's in there, Miranda spots Natasha just out and about. Mm-hmm. It's a small city. Isn't so. New York famously <laughs> small city? Uh, yeah. I mean, they don't venture anywhere. They're, they're like primarily in Manhattan. They don't go mm-hmm. to the Bronx or Queens or anything, do they? Oh, they would never. They would. Oh. They're always in Manhattan. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, Miranda tries to stop her, but Carrie comes out for some reason in her underwear. 
yeah, she's like, I mean, she's not naked, but she's got like a bra and underwear on and that's it. And she's got a dress in her hands that she's using to kind of cover herself up with. But it's like, yeah. why are you walking out of the change room like this? Like, especially if you're so embarrassed to be, I mean, all right, they're in a change room and it's not even like one of those ones where it's like behind a door and it's like segmented off from the main store. It's just in a little like alcove. Yep. And so what's she going to do? She's going to step out and go to the rack and pick out a different size is that was that her plan i was wondering about that i i have no idea she had to come out for some reason i mean they had to make it as embarrassing as possible i guess but like it makes no sense whatsoever (laughs) no sense you just hand it to miranda and say can you get this in a size whatever or you just put your clothes back on or if you're like, okay, I mean, I don't want to say Carrie's dumb, but it's like sometimes <laughs> if you're not sure what size you're going to be, you take more than one size to try it on, especially if it's yes. like only one item. Like if you're trying on like 10 things, you don't want to have a million things in the change room, but like just bring well, yeah, more than but one size like, say, Well, say I'm picking out a dress and I go, mm, this looks a little bit small. I'll get a size up just to be sure. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but this is <laughs> dumb bitch juice dumb bitch overdose yeah she's supposed to be an expert shopper so i don't know how she doesn't know this but unless she's just walking around new york boutiques with her fucking ass out (laughs) mood (laughs) but but yeah of course she sees natasha like the second she walks out natasha's got this like white dress on uh Mm -hmm. and carrie's just like Oh, I'm naked. But well, she doesn't say that. But no. she's like, "Oh, hi, Natasha," and they start talking. Like they've met each other once. I'm surprised Natasha wasn't like, "Who? Yeah, who? Uh, yeah." And she's well. There's a lot of physical comedy from Carrie with this. Tr- like she's covering herself up with the dress. It's, it's stupid. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's so dumb. I hate this fucking scene. Uh, but Natasha is being really polite, and Carrie is like, "Oh, congrats on the congrats on the wedding!" Like through gritted teeth. Um, yeah. Natasha is just talking. She's like, "Oh, there's a woman in arts luncheon that I'm the chairman of, or something." Yeah, like she's planning it or something, which is why she's getting a dress. She's like twenty two. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. How is she planning shit? I'm too busy having mental breakdowns to plan a fucking luncheon. (laughs) I mean, same. but uh, yeah. yeah she's uh and you know she's picking out a dress for it and carrie's like oh yeah i go to that every year you know i'm a writer so i'm a woman in the arts i'm like i guess yeah sure and natasha's like that's super great i can't wait to see you uh-huh. and she walks over and she's a gigantic woman yeah, this is where the episode title comes from because she Carrie says like or her voiceover says Mrs. Big, all five foot ten of her. Mm-hmm. Well, so I guess she's five foot ten. Well, yeah, she's she's statuesque. She's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I am struggling with this because the the title makes it sound like it would be another one. Do you remember the second episode we did that was about like models? Yeah. You I thought it would be like that, but it's not. Yeah, I wasn't sure what it was going to be about until we got to this scene. And it made it sound... It made it sound like Natasha was going to be very unpleasant to Carrie. That she was going to, like, lord it over her. And it's none of that at all. Like, Natasha's nothing but kind to Carrie. And 
I mean, I mean, Carrie knows that too. It's not she's not like, oh, she's being so antagonistic. But like the title makes it sound like, you know, Natasha's going out there and like trying to ruin Carrie's life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Maya, where are we next? Oh yeah, she's uh, pulling Samantha, yeah. and Samantha is plucking her eyebrows in this like mirror. She looks great. She does. She always looks great. I know, I know. Uh, and Carrie's like, oh yeah, I misplaced the invitation I got. I think she's trying to get Miranda, uh, Samantha to uh, like get her an invitation. I don't know, because Samantha knows everybody. Yeah, it sounds like that. Because she's like, can you find out where and when it is? Mm-hmm. And Samantha even says that she's going to come to it too. Because, well, I mean, Carrie explains like, every time I've seen Natasha, I've looked like a complete idiot. And, you know, I need to see her. Or she needs to see me looking put together and nice, but not trying too hard. She's like completely over planning this. <laughs> can I just say, who gives a fucking shit? They're already yeah. married. Like, yeah. Like, what is this? Like, just let it slip your mind. Like, this, you I have get to. yeah it's just i would understand if it was something where you just go and you know you want her to see that you're you know a composed woman or something but the amount of investment carrie puts into this like time and money wise is just so ridiculous that it's like carrie you need to realize that like this is this is not the hill you should die on like oh she easily spent like a grand buying an outfit for this Uh uh-huh yeah um it's who they are married, Carrie. They're <laughs> married. Yeah. And like Samantha's just like, well, what? Like, are you trying to make Big jealous? And Carrie's like, it's not about Big. You know, like Big's not even gonna be there. It's about Natasha. I want her That's to think that yeah. A lie. It's about like obviously it's about Big. Like, it's about Big because it's about Natasha, and she doesn't care about Natasha aside from in the context of Big. So it makes no yeah. sense. And then Sam says that she's coming too, and Carrie's just like, oh, well, so what, now you support the women in the arts? And Samantha says, I support you, and these Aww. bitches need to be put in their place, which I was like, aw. But again, Natasha hasn't done anything. I know, she hasn't done anything. It's true. It's like, what are you What are you trying to prove? Like, who gives a shit? Like, if anything, you should just say you're going to go and then not show up and then be like, oh, Natasha, I don't care about your stupid event. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, uh-huh. it's so dumb. I, yeah, this whole episode, I just spent extremely confused to everyone. Everyone's yeah. behavior was off. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, didn't really make any sense yeah so that's like the end of their phone call though yeah then we get our question of problematic question Mm -hmm. yeah she's trying to pick out an outfit for this whole thing with uh for the luncheon yeah and she's like she's just feeling nothing's good enough you know like she's looked at every single episode or (laughs) she's looked at every single outfit she could possibly wear and uh you know nothing works because she's just never gonna feel good enough next to natasha and so her question is are there women in new york just there to make us feel bad about ourselves (laughs) no Uh, no no this is the most self-centered thing i love it do you know i i this is why i say i'm a carry because uh my like self-centered nature mixed with my insecurities smashed headfirst into each other like fucking protons and create a black (laughs) hole that is my personality like 
Oh my god. <laughs> you know, that sort of like very specific mindset of, oh, everyone is trying to set me personally up for failure. Yeah. Like, no, Carrie, no one cares about you that much. <laughs> yeah, like, just Natasha really doesn't give a single shit as far as we know. Like, if anything, I would imagine, if anything, Natasha probably honestly feels kind of nervous talking to Carrie because she, like, knows yeah. that Big loved Carrie before her. So, like, she's the one who has something to lose, not Carrie. Um, as much as I wouldn't want to speak to my... uh my ex's new partner i wouldn't want to speak to my partner's like one that got away yeah exactly like why would you want that and i if if anything like my whole time watching this episode i kind of felt like natasha probably just doesn't really want to see carrie because she feels uncomfortable more uncomfortable about it than carrie does so i would love to see (gasps) oh my god you know in twilight okay i'm gonna dox myself as a very 2000s child right now do you remember (laughs) there was gonna be a like a whole like i think it was yeah it was twilight was going to be shown from like edward's perspective yeah 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 i would love if like there was just one episode that was entirely from natasha's perspective oh that would be really good i would love to see that although i would not want to see more big but no but like okay but this is an interesting story okay so she's like what 20 she's in her early 20s um and she meets an older man she gets married to him very quickly and now you know and then he keeps she keeps running into his ex-partner his ex-girlfriend who (laughs) broke up with him or i guess yeah no she did break up with him like just before the two of them met Mm -hmm. like how intimidating and like i just i feel like natasha's relationship with big is a whole thing because he is like 20 years older than her Uh uh-huh it's true like he's basically twice her age Mm -hmm. and i mean also the thing about natasha is that carrie is a solid maybe maybe not a whole 10 years older than her but you know she's older than her she's more experienced like she probably feels intimidated by carrie as a person too Mm -hmm. like carrie i mean i would imagine natasha maybe has her own insecurities because she might not think of herself as particularly creative or like Mm-hmm. you know because she's not she just kind of exists within the world she's pretty and dull and then that's yeah. a whole other facet of someone's personality she's not a manic pixie dream girl she's very boring oh yeah she pretty much is like i mean she's like written that way on purpose to be kind of like a contrast to carrie i guess where Carrie's supposed to be the one who's interesting and mm. you know different and not just some her best quality isn't that she's you know like in her early 20s no exactly and i don't know i'm kind of maybe just because i'm feeling very fragile in my early 20s (laughs) that i want to have this perspective of someone who is in their early 20s Hmm. yeah i'd be interested in seeing that because i yeah i feel like there's so much more that we don't see than what we see from carrie's perspective on this yeah especially as we go through season three like with Mm. some of the stuff that's coming up so yeah if this was a bit more like girls i think we would uh, we would get a natasha episode if this was girls (sighs) and that's the only credit i'm giving fucking lena dunham (laughs) in my entire life that's the only thing you're getting we would have a natasha episode and that's it Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. everything else is trash i don't want to talk about her 
I love it if Sex and the City really tried to do anything like that where they try to do an episode that focuses on like just different characters with like the main girls just not in it for once. That'd be kind of cool yeah, to see. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Um, moving on though, mm-hmm. we we go back to Miranda and Magda, our two M's. Uh-huh. <laughs> and this was great. Do you have a goodie draw? Uh... Kind of. There's not that much in it. I mean, I have a nightstand no. that has, like, a couple things in it, but that's it. Yeah. Mm. Do you have a goodie draw? Yeah, I, hmm, I, I have my condoms in my um, underwear drawer, in my chest of drawers, because oh. oh. I don't really ever use them. I just have, like, a big pack of condoms, which I haven't really used since I bought them, and it feels kind <laughs> of like a shame. They're good to have. <laughs> Yeah, someone write. I'm sure they're probably past their sell by date. So someone write in and tell me what I should do with them. Mm, just donate them to someone you don't like very much. I don't know. <laughs> it's a bit evil. It is a bit evil. I guess it yeah. depends on how much you don't like them. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that is mean. But yeah. Uh, I would just feel weirded out if anyone was like, here, do you want my condoms? Like, Do you want my condoms? No one's trying to fuck me. Uh, God. <laughs> just, start sing- just start singing uh, Nobody by Mitsuki. <laughs> God. And throw condoms at people and be like, mm-hmm. I've been big and small. I'm big and small. I'm big and small again. And oh my God. still, nobody wants me. I think that would be a real that would be a real winner. I can't figure out why someone doesn't want to have sex with me. I'm just I'm just a barrel of laughs. <laughs> the thing is you just need to do that and then someone will be like, "Wow. <laughs> that's really good." <laughs> yeah. Uh so Miranda we find out has a goodie drawer herself. Uh, so Magda's in her room while Miranda's, like, getting ready for work or something, and, God, so, okay, so Magda's still bringing her shit she doesn't need. She, like, got her some, I guess, just hand cloths for her bathroom, and Miranda's like, oh, thanks, I guess, and, Mm. and then, you know, she goes, Magda goes to put some stuff away, and she's about to open Miranda's cupboard, and Miranda's just like, no, not that one, and... (laughs) And like she pulls it out and we get a good shot of it. So we have a vibrator, we have condoms, we have like some luby oil type things. And my favorite um is the cum rag. Yeah, that's <laughs> Okay, Miranda, like just keep a box of tissues by your bed or something. Like that's disgusting. Yeah, like... Well, maybe she cares about the planet, Stephanie. I mean like Maybe I care about the hygiene of my room. <laughs> she has a whole fucking... She has a whole towel in there. Yeah, it's... I mean, like, I guess... I mean, I guess if you're having sex with condoms, then most of it's probably gonna get... Most of it's probably gonna get collected. <laughs> <laughs> but there's still... I mean, there's still, you know, sweat and uh-huh. other fluids to deal with. I mean, maybe she washes it pretty often. I don't know. Either way, I don't like it. I don't love it, no. It w- it looked, like, pretty clean, though. It wasn't uh-huh. stiff or anything. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> uh. mm. Don't, don't like, like that them? at all. Mm-hmm. No. No. Especially um, when I know it's with Steve. Ugh. 
Do you think she gets uh, a new towel for each um, boyfriend? Could you imagine know. if she didn't? Like, <laughs> just like here, wipe yourself down, and they're like, "This is just stiff with someone else's come on it." <laughs> oh my god, she just has like she just goes to IKEA and buys them in bulk. Ah, uh, I god, I'd love to take that to like a DNA sampler and be like, put this under the microscope. <laughs> Oh uh, my god. <gasps> Have you No, I'm not gonna Ugh. I'm not, not gonna, gonna say what? it. Say okay. it. I can always edit it out. <laughs> okay, it's that's two things of internet legend. Mm-hmm. One was someone I think this is both on Reddit, so that would tell you about it. Reddit or 4chan, mm-hmm. you know, the hell of the internet. Oh yeah. <laughs> so one of them was like someone had essentially their cum rag and it was like left in a corner of a damp room and it had allegedly grown mushrooms. Oh my god. And then the other one was, have you seen the jar of like, it's like a jar of cum and there's a My Little Pony doll in it? No! (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine that it would exist. I'm sure there's more than one of these. Oh, it was such a big jar. That's the issue. Uh It was was such a, it wasn't a small little tiny mace. It wasn't like a jam jar. It was oh, a mayonnaise awful. jar, at least. My little, <laughs> my little cum rag. Friendship is magic. Oh! <laughs> Friendship no, filled that Stephanie. jar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. yeah, I hate these. I really don't like them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are these are the um. The topics I bring up often. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I haven't thought about that in years. It just sort of came came into my head. <laughs> it sure did. Uh, <laughs> Magda sees the contents of the goodie drawer, and we just get like a close up on her face, and she's like, <gasps> she's just you know aghast. She, <laughs> yeah. you know, she's very traditional, so this shocks her. Mm. And then um, Miranda's like, "I have a, I have a boyfriend, you know. I have a boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm basically trying to be like I'm not a slut. And uh, before the boyfriend, I didn't have one for a long time. And that's what the other thing is for. Yeah, I don't think you need to justify yourself. I don't think you do either. You kind of just be like, "Yep, that's none of your business. Please don't look in there. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh." And uh, she's about to leave, like, she kind of storms out, and then Magda, well, Magda says, God bless you. (laughs) Uh, But she's also like, oh, this boyfriend, like, are you going to marry this man? And Miranda's like, I don't even know if I want to get married, like, (laughs) please, fuck off. I mean, this is so personal. Yeah, it is. Like, if I was Miranda, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, who, first of all, who gives a shit if I get married? Because, like, Magda's basically like, you know, like, everyone wants to get married. I've been with my husband for 25 years, and it's great. And Miranda's just like, fuck off. You shouldn't be looking at my personal stuff and commenting on my personal life. No. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and then we go to the spa. Yep. Uh, Miranda's telling the girls about how Magda saw her goodie drawer, and Charlotte claims she doesn't have one, and one of the girls is like, okay, everyone has a goodie drawer, like, what are you talking about? And Sam says she has a goodie closet. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're talking about good. what's in them, and Samantha says nipple clams. Mm-hmm. Yep. For him. And- <laughs> I mean, I can't say that I have those in my nightstand. 
uh <laughs> no but good for her i don't have clamps no <laughs> no there's no clamps in there no clamps are a bit scary for me but yeah. uh <laughs> they're in the sp- i mean this seems so strange they're in the spa so often like in this one episode yeah they- it's true yeah uh, but they go to the sauna, or the steam room, I guess more specifically, and they're all taking off their little towels, except Charlotte, who is self-conscious. She is self-conscious, whereas all the other women, like, I mean, our other three girls, but, like, also all the other women there are, like, we, I don't think our titty tally has I think we got more titty tally in this episode than in the entire series so far. Like, well, I kind of did a rough count. I lost. Okay. I got a bit distracted by tears. Um, <laughs> I was. Oh my god! I spent most of this episode just kind of staring at uh, Kristen Davis and thinking about how she, pretty she is. She's so pretty. She's true. so pretty. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think there are at least nine tears. Nine pairs of titties, I should say. Nine pairs? Yep. Yep. And we, well, we got nine pairs of titty, or, well, I didn't count them, but, like, yeah, so that many titties. And then we also got, like, we also got multiple bushes, which was, like, yeah, that's a, it's nice to see a bush on TV. Like, it's nice to see that represented. Uh I think it's very feminine. I think think it's nice. Um... But yeah, nice. she's very. I I don't know about you. Every time I've been in a in a steam or sauna situation, it's been in like a swimsuit. Yeah. Well. Okay. So all the steam room type things I've been in have been generally in places that are more like public. Yeah. Type things like not like a spa. It's more. It's not like a women's change room. It's more like there might also be children there or something. So like, it's not so much like everyone just strips down completely naked. I've been to one grown up spa and like still, I think because they had uh like a swimming pool in the same sort of area that people were covered up. Yeah, makes sense. But I, I don't know. I don't think I would get my titties out. Just a personal well, preference. I feel like I probably would, just because I'm like, hey, I got nice tits, and you should Good for you. You should see them. Well, it's like it's not they're not doing it to show them. But no, like- but like if it's if it's something yeah. you're confident and happy with, then that's cool. Mm. Like everyone has everyone has their thing. Um, True. You know, I don't really like my boobs. I mean, they're big, but like they're not. The the issue with having large bosoms is that they're not as perky as you want them to be. And mm. for me, I wish they had a bit more bounce to them. Mm. Yeah, I do well, feel less, like they tend less bounce to like... because I don't want to yeah. hurt myself when I jog anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about boobs is that like most people don't have those like TV show boobs that like they always show on yeah like, everything, and so it is very nice to see people have like very different boobs. It's good. Yeah, it's I... good to me. I would say that most of the women we see with their titties out, um, mm-hmm. they're, they're on the smaller side, but they're all, like, still diverse, natural boobs. Like, they're great. Mm-hmm. Boobs are good. They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever, you know, whatever tees you got, we support you and your mm-hmm. tees. We're your own personal bra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's one <laughs> of us for each cup. Yeah. Oh. That's so sweet. Oh, <laughs> Aw. 
And the, okay, so yeah, Charlotte is very self-conscious and the other girls have just taken their towels off. So they're, they're comfortable with it. But Charlotte's like clearly pretty uncomfortable and she decides that she wants to leave. Like she yeah. kind of gets out and says she's not in the mood for it. And Carrie chases after her and asks her what, what's up? Like what, what's she feeling? And Charlotte says she's just not comfortable being naked in public because, you know, she didn't grow up in a naked house. Which I don't think most people grew up in a naked house, but no, I don't want to know what na- oh no. I mean, my dad said that my grandmother used to walk around naked, which I don't like the sound of that. Hmm. hmm. I mean, <laughs> okay. People but- do. They have those parents where, like, they walk around naked, like the kids walk around naked, and I don't think it's weird. I mean, I do think it's weird. I don't think it's gross. Yeah. No. It's it's one of those things that I'm. Just, like, I don't really want to be just naked around other people. And even, like, when I'm in my house alone, like, sometimes I'll be like, okay, I don't really feel like wearing pants. But I'm not usually just going to, like, be fully naked in my house or no. anything like that, even when I'm alone. So, no. I mean, maybe if I was like you and I lived alone, but, I mean, I've got to think about other people going to sit where I'm sitting. So, don't want to sully it. Yeah, even living alone, it's like sometimes, I guess, but usually it's just more comfortable to have clothes on. Yeah. I don't know. No. Uh, yeah. But there's a woman behind them who is um, exposed, and Charlotte's like, she lived in a naked house. <laughs> right? Yeah, because she's like, I mean, she's exposed, but she's very much just like, she's she's thriving in it you know she's comfortable like she's lifting yeah. her arms up and she's full-on tits out like and i mean i do i mean this is a locker room situation like it's not i've been in yeah. plenty of changing rooms where someone's been nude and it's you know you might have a little blush i remember like as a teenager i would always be like oh my god but now it's not that big of a deal oh for sure yeah yeah i remember totally the same thing like when i was a teen because you'd be like why are these like why are there people in here who just don't give a single shit? And now I'm like, no, I get it. Like, I understand. Like, literally, no one cares is the thing. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte said she hates her thighs. And yeah. I, I mean, if you hate your thighs, there's no reason to get your boobs out. That's a good point. <laughs> It has nothing to do with that. I get that. I get that she's self conscious and has insecurities. Like yeah. even though she is this like a beautiful, beautiful woman, it's like I get it. But, Me too. Mm-hmm. And, so Sam yeah. is enjoying her complimentary lemon and cucumber water, as we all do when we're at a spa. Mm-hmm. When this is so weird. Okay, so a woman comes up to her and is like. Oh, I just had a good massage. Kevin goes down on you. <laughs> yeah, uh, Samantha had just also had a massage and she didn't have that happen. She's like, what? <laughs> and then like, Carrie's voiceover is like, Samantha didn't need to pay for someone to go down on her. And then yeah. Kevin walks out and I, don't know, I guess he's like muscular. I don't know. Yeah, um, he's supposed to be cute, I guess. He's fine. I don't. Yeah, he looks I normal. Know. I don't know if I'm paying him for all that. Um, yeah, but <laughs> he comes out and then Carrie's voiceover says, "Oh, well, I can't even remember something like about making an exception." All I remember it was is Samantha. just like, "Yeah, well, you can never have too many massages." <laughs> no, and Samantha makes a little face to the camera, like, "Oh, 
I'm going to get my pussy ate. <laughs> I mean, like, it is nice to know that you're going to get your pussy ate. So, yeah, that's that's valid. And then, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. And a bona fide confirmed pussy eating experience is it's nice to have in the books. Mm-hmm, true, to, like, know that it's confirmed and, yeah, that's good. <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> I, I, I penciled you in for a pussy eating. Uh-huh. Yeah, she books her appointment right then and there. Yeah. She's got an appointment with Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Um, Kevin. Kevin does not sound like the name of a person who's going to eat your pussy. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Kevin will, but I don't... I don't mean Kevin's not, like, a man who's attached to, like... Kevin is not the name of a hot guy. No. It, Kevin is the name of your friend's older brother. Like... I don't oh know. my god! But yeah, Kevin, or it's like your teacher's real name. Ugh. <laughs> and then we get Miranda. Miranda's getting into bed alone because, like, I guess Steve's not free that night, so she's gonna do the next best thing, and she opens her cupboard, and there's like a sad violin music that plays. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. she's so excited. She does like a little wiggle um, yeah. of excitement, and she opens it. She's like it. rubbing her hands together, basically, like. <laughs> the tom hanks gift where she rubs her hands together and clicks a little enter mark on her computer um yeah <laughs> and then, yeah and then she pulls out a little porcelain statue of the virgin mary and yeah i mean it's you could been, just use that yeah. to jerk off nothing's stopping you true she could use that i mean i'm guessing this virgin mary, this virgin mary probably doesn't vibrate but <laughs> well that was it was like those statues of the virgin mary that cry blood this one vibrates oh i mean that would be an interesting i'm sure there's a market for that but... oh yeah have you never seen the there's a jesus i think there's like a crucifix dildo if you want to live out your exorcist fantasies mm. i mean you gotta get the demons out of there so I gotta exercise my pussy. It's full of <laughs> demons. <laughs> uh, you Mine do. is. Do you know what? I could, I actually probably could do with an exorcism on my fucking pussy. Yeah, it might help me. I'm pretty sure there's a demon living inside of it. There probably is. You just need to get a good priest who's gonna who's willing to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll shop around. Let me know if you find anyone. <laughs> I will. I'll pass over his number. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sure that's gotta be like, I feel like Nathan for you could do like an episode on that. Like, I mean, I know he had like the ghost realtor where they had like an exorcist, an exorcism uh, for the house, but like he could be like, well, you've got troubles down there. Get your pussy exercised. That's the plan. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then, I mean, it's a pretty quick scene. We go back to uh, Charlotte. And uh, and Carrie, and they're at a cafe. Oh my god, Carrie is so fucking obnoxious during this scene. She really is, yeah. Oh, so, okay, so first of all, she orders a cafe au lait. Like, bitch, it's coffee with milk. I was like, I don't even know what the fuck this is, but okay. <laughs> like, oh, we can speak French too. I took oh, French. Oh, cafe au lait. Cafe I was au thinking lait. like, I was thinking au lait, like, you know, au lait, oh. au lait, like. Au lait, au lait, au lait. Yeah. Yeah, no. Cafe yeah. A-U-L-A-I-T. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, and then she has like a Manolo, a Manolo Blahnik 
bag full of new shoes, mm-hmm. which she takes off the shoes she was wearing and puts on the new ones in an eating establishment. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is absolutely this is grounds for being banned like if this restaurant was a discord server i would (laughs) from it she would be banned (laughs) this isn't even a kick this is a straight up ban you cannot take your shoes off when people were eating with a bare foot yeah and put on new shoes no no yeah no she should know better than this this is her second big what the fuck are you doing carrie in a in a place of business in this yeah. entire episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Maybe she maybe that's her fetish. Maybe she likes getting a kit off. Hmm. Maybe. And she okay, so she orders her drink and then Charlotte Charlotte orders some fruit and Carrie kind of gives her shit because she's like, You come here to splurge on things. Like they've got good desserts. And Charlotte says that fruit has a lot of carbs. Uh <sighs> It's fruit. Um, and then, <laughs> yeah, you know, they're having this sort of, I mean, I think we've all had this conversation. We've had this conversation before in the show where they just don't like something about themselves and no one else can really see it. And, you know, it's all very stressful and sad. But yeah, I mean, that's existence, you know. <laughs> that <laughs> that's is just what existing is like. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember how we get to this point. But eventually Charlotte gives Carrie, like, a very good pep talk. Yeah, she does. Well, they get there because uh, Carrie talks about how her new shoes, she's going to wear them to the luncheon. uh, Mm -hmm. Because the heels heels put her face-to-face with Natasha. And but only if Natasha's wearing flats. But why would Natasha wear flats? Why would uh, she? I was watching this scene and it made me think. Like it made me think about me planning like my Pokemon teams every week, where I'm just like, <laughs> okay, if I put 200 EVs into my speed, then I can outspeed this if it's unless it's scarfed. But why would they ever scarf that? And then it's like, no, she's not talking about Pokemon. She's just literally talking about seeing another human. Yeah. And yeah, that's what that was what this scene made me think of. But yeah, mm-hmm. Char- Charlotte. Charlotte does give her a good pep talk. She's just like, like, look, you're stunning and beautiful and funny and, like, you could just go dress like this and you would be fine and, you know, you'd look incredible. Yeah. And it's nice to hear that. Like, it's nice to hear Charlotte giving her this nice – these compliments and stuff and I love to see it. I do but. too. And – you know, Carrie says, well, if you can say all this to me, why can't you say it to yourself? True. And Charlotte like, kind of makes a face. Yeah. Yeah, Charlotte has a moment of enlightenment and she goes to the sauna and she gets her titties out. Yeah, she goes all the way back to the spa, which, like, okay, sure. <laughs> you don't need to prove something to yourself. You can just live with it. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, she – there's, like, that full scene of her running to the sauna with her, like, boobs out, but she's got her hands over them, which I'm like, why didn't you just take your towel off in the sauna? But, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's it's very strange. Um, <laughs> But it's adorable. And then speaking of the spa, do you want to talk about this? Because I sure don't. Yeah, I hated this. I really didn't like this. Uh, so Samantha, 
uh, Samantha has her appointment with Kevin, and long story short, the the appointment's almost over, and he hasn't gone down on her, so she decides to, you know, take it into her own hands, and by that, I mean, she decides to grab his crotch to indicate that she's like, yeah, I'm interested in having you go down on me, I guess, and yeah, yeah, it's not a thing you should do, and, uh... Yeah, she's like, is this okay? Because, you know, the whole time he's massaging her, he's like, is this okay? You know, does this feel good? And it's, you know, it's not. It's not okay. You, no. you just grab someone's dick. No, there's never an excuse to um to grope someone. And no. it's very, very uncomfortable. And then immediately we see Mar- uh, Samantha. Why am I getting confused with Miranda and Samantha for the first time in 33 episodes? <laughs> Yeah, uh, Samantha is at the front desk and she's being like scolded by I guess the owner of the spa and it's like it's very sort of the same you know excuses we've heard before of oh well I I was told he was he would go down on me yeah like like, still even if you were told that he might not want to go down on you specifically so maybe (sighs) don't randomly grab a dude's dick it's a bit much yeah, like, they basically say you're banned from coming back here because you can't molest these, like, just some person. And <laughs> Samantha's like, well, it's not my fault because mm. <laughs> of this. And, you know, the the woman is surprised to hear that Kevin's been going down on people because Samantha's like, that's why I booked the appointment in the first place. So, uh, yeah, yeah, don't do that, Samantha. That's bad. It does, it's not good. Mm-mm. Uh, and we get some more complaints from Samantha about it because her and Carrie go to that luncheon, and Carrie does look pretty good. She's got her like red dress on. Her hair is humongous. I love her it. Her hair is huge. And yeah, so in the scene with Charlotte, Carrie, on top of getting those shoes, she also said she was going to buy a dress that was going to cost her a month's rent. So, so yeah. like what? <laughs> that's 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 got to be over what well, two grand. I uh, yeah, I gotta say it's gotta be right because like if she lives in Manhattan, I mean I know it's the nineties, but yeah. I mean I know it's a rent controlled apartment. Mm, it's rent controlled apartment. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how much it's gonna cost, but I mean she lives alone. It's a one bedroom apartment, so yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's not even that great of a dress, and we see two people wearing it, like, in the background, or very similar red dresses. It's a red dress, Carrie. Yeah, like, you could have spent, like, 50 bucks on a dress, and you'd also look fine, but whatever. I do uh, that all the time. I spend less yeah. than 50 bucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. True. I look great, so yep. deal with it. Um, <laughs> but I did love Samantha's, uh, like, loud exclamations about uh, getting eaten out. Uh-huh. She's, yeah, because she, she's talking very loudly to Carrie about how it's discrimination that you can't just, like, go down on one person but not someone else. And basically just, like, talking about how she, she paid good money to get her hay moan and, you know, <laughs> didn't happen. So <laughs> She is so speaking of someone who has never faced any discrimination in their life. Uh-huh. Yeah, not, not one single time, basically. <laughs> Uh, but all the other like old ladies are kind of staring at her like confusion is great i love it mm-hmm. it's good carrie's just like this isn't really a conversation i want to have here so <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, but then they go to get their name tags 
Yep. And Samantha's like, mm, I don't think her my name is sticker really goes with the dress. Uh-huh. And <laughs> And then uh, Carrie finds out the, la- the you know the lady at the front desk sort of says, "Oh, Natasha, Natasha isn't coming." When Carrie brings her up, uh huh, yeah. And Carrie just she's so devastated that she she put <laughs> so much time and money into this stupid thing. She's been thinking about this for so long. She's she's like emotionally, financially, and like. She's invested in it in every single way. She's spiritually invested in it. Like, at this point, like, she's put so much into this, and now she's not even here. And, like, I was yeah. waiting to find out that Natasha, like, didn't come because she didn't want to see Carrie and she was, like, faking being sick. But we uh-huh. don't hear that. But I mean, maybe uh, she did. In all Natasha's spinoff, maybe that's what happened. Right? And I I honestly feel like that's probably did what is what I can't do. Do you know what we can't talk this episode? It's gonna take a lot of editing, but neither of us can talk clearly. No. I don't Uh, know what words are. No. Uh, uh, Yeah, she feels like an idiot. She spends so much money for nothing. Do you know what? If Carrie was smart, then she wouldn't have smoked on the dress and she would have kept the tags on. Yeah, idiot, like just return it. You're wearing it once. Like yeah. she's a novice. Like she thinks she's a shopper, but she's not. She doesn't know shit. Mm-mm. And uh she wants to just leave. She's like, there's no point in being here if Natasha's not here. It's <laughs> like they did pay to be at this luncheon. So it's like Samantha's like, okay, well, I'm let's let's get her drinks at least, because we have drink tickets. So Yep. <clears throat> they stick around for a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, then we go back to Miranda, who confronts Magda. Yeah, I love that she's like, who is this with the figurine? Because <laughs> she doesn't know who it is. I mean, to be fair, the first time I saw it, I thought it was maybe Jesus, because I didn't see it for, like, longer than a second or two. Mm. Uh, I knew it was, like, a religious figurine, but I wasn't sure if it was, like, Jesus or Mary or whatever. I mean, I guess Jesus has a beard, but they all have robes <laughs> on. They're all, the, they're all the same. I mean... It's fine. Uh huh. It's usually the Virgin Mary if she has like a blue like veil because she loves oh, blue. It's a, does it's a she? favorite. Yeah, it's a favorite color. Oh, that's nice for her, I guess. Yeah. So Miranda says that she doesn't need a mother. She has one in Philadelphia, and that's close enough. Yep. And she asks, "Where did she move her thing to?" She's like, "Don't make me say what the thing was. Where did you put it?" <laughs> Uh, it got moved, so she didn't throw it out or anything. Magda just moved it with the hairdryer in the bathroom. And then Magda tells her, no one will marry you if you have that, because it means that you don't need a man. And I just, (laughs) what? Oh, my God. But yeah, Miranda's like, look, I don't need you judging me. I'm just going to get a new fucking housekeeper if you you keep doing this to me. So, (laughs) yeah. Uh Which so good for her. Is fair good enough. for Miranda. And then, yeah, yeah. And Magda takes her warning and doesn't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get Carrie, who Carrie's now a, a, several drinks deep in at this luncheon. Uh, uh-huh. Some other women's like talking about helping underprivileged children with writing and stuff, and asks if Carrie would help. <laughs> and Carrie's just like, you know, I write about sex. Do you really want me teaching them to write about sex and blowjobs? Like <laughs> blowjobs. <Do> you- <laughs> <laughs> like I'm pretty sure you she- know other things. 
I love the way she says that. Blowjobs. Yeah. And then Samantha walks over with, okay, this fucking 2003 SNL character. <laughs> she is, okay, so her name is Jenny. Um, She's wearing pink. She has sort of like a, like a, an affected deep voice, which is very funny. Oh, it's a woman with a deep voice. Very funny. Um, oh. And she has a terrible haircut. She has like, it like ends at her ears and then flicks up. It's awful. Um, yeah. And Samantha's like, Jenny, tell Carrie what you told me. Uh, so Jenny mm-hmm. and her, and Jenny and Natasha were like college roommates or something. And the big scandal is that one time Natasha had a shower with a boy and <laughs> she gained 10 pounds. Uh-huh. Carrie's just like, okay. Like, that's supposed to make me feel better? And, like, I can only imagine what even got this girl to say this to Samantha in the first place. Like, was Samantha just off on her own being like, ugh, I hate that Natasha woman. Like, do you know anything about her? (laughs) Yeah. Does anybody know Natasha Prescott? (laughs) Yeah, I need all the dirt on her possible to make my friend feel better. And that's the best (laughs) she got. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Natasha is just a good person. It turns out she's just a, a pretty regular, normal person. Uh. Uh, yeah, and it doesn't make Carrie feel better. She's kind of like, look, I don't care if you know she put on ten pounds and she had sex with a guy one time, like in a shower. Like, who cares? Like, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and then they're about to leave, and the the woman from the spa who like told Samantha about Kevin, she's there, and she's just like, "Hey, look, it's the woman who got Kevin fired." Yeah, I, and then there's like two other women as well. I guess uh-huh. he's like Jane. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, um, they, they like stare her down, and then and then one of them's like, "Who's gonna fuck me now?" And the other's like, "He fucked you." I love this so much. But as uh, soon as she said that, I was like, oh, you're a woman. You can just find a man to fuck you. It's not very difficult. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's a good a good point. <laughs> uh, and they, Carrie and Samantha basically just run off at this point to leave. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we, we see um, Miranda again. She opens her drawer. She's got a little ring of condoms laid out for her by Magda. Uh-huh. It's so, it's so just like nicely laid out. And I'm like, wow, that's <laughs> good for her. She came around. Yeah. Uh, Miranda's happy about it. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, there's like some holy music, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, like a, a halo. It's a halo of condoms. Oh, that's what the Beyonce song is about. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, if I'm ever, if I ever do like drag or cabaret, then I think I need to lip sync to Beyonce's "Halo" with a halo of condoms oh, on my head. God, true. It's like you go over to some guy's house and he's got like condoms laid out, and you're like, "Baby, I can see your halo. Like, put that away. Like, it shouldn't be out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just when you're about to have sex with someone, you put on a halo and like pull out a, a plate. With a halo of condoms on them, and you're like, mm-hmm. and then you play the song and sort of sway to it. <laughs> that would, uh, that would seduce anyone, I think. Oh, I think so. I can't say that's like the first Beyonce song I'd want to bone to, but I mean, it's still good no. though. So, 
Yeah. No, it's, I'm. I'll, I'll make a list of top ten Beyonce songs to bone to when I can remember. I mean, Partition is the obvious choice, right? Yeah, I feel like that is the obvious one. Yeah, if you, for when you're fucking in the back of a limousine, as we have all done. That's just so relatable. <laughs> like, who hasn't fucked in the back of a limousine before? Am I right, gamers? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then finally we have Carrie and mm-hmm. Carrie's being fucking extra. She gets a like a, a little thank you note from Natasha and uh-huh. she's like, I will never be the girl that can wear white and not get a stain on it. While she's wearing all white in her apartment and uh, there's no stains I can see. She's literally wearing all white. Uh-huh. <sighs> It makes no sense. And then, but then she notices that Natasha says at the bottom, sorry, I couldn't be there, but she spelled there, T-H-E-I-R, which is fucking hilarious. It's it so is, funny. It is so funny. She made a funny typo and Carrie I... immediately calls up Miranda and says, a good thing she got married. The woman's an idiot. <laughs> This is so, I mean, okay, one of my least favorite things is when people point out like a typo or a misspelling because you're not Uh fucking smart because you can do grammar, you fucking bitch. Uh Uh-huh, and it's like, what are you pointing out that like you couldn't have already gotten from the message? Like, yeah, like I get that if it's a typo that literally makes no sense, then maybe being like, what do you mean? But if you're correcting someone on their, like, there and there usage, it's like, okay, <laughs> like, fucking shut up. <laughs> I mean, I uh, guess because she already hates her, like, I mean, we've been pettier than this. Uh, oh, we yeah, like, I mean, someone. I've been... <laughs> someone i hated sent me like a letter and was like used the wrong if it used the wrong it's or something i'd be like oh mm. my god but i mean it's not like she's making fun of her to her face or like calling out her typo no. like like when you're when someone's on discord and they like correct your typo immediately after you say something and you're like okay do you seriously have nothing better to do than <laughs> correct that like fuck off yeah but, yeah fucking yeah. go outside my dude yeah so that's it that's it. And she just, she thinks it's so funny. Carrie thinks it's the funniest thing she's ever heard. Oh, so. well, Carrie's not very interesting. No, that's a really good point. Yeah. So that's the end of our episode. Oh, God, we've even got two more questions since the last time I looked. I guess before we get into questions, we got to do rankings. So let's do rankings first. Uh, what's your order? Um, so I'm going to have a full, solid Samantha is at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not, there's no way I can condone sexual assault, so, I, I mean, I get it was for comedic purposes, but it's, it's still tacky, so I'm saying that. It's not funny, yeah. <laughs> it's not funny, uh, <laughs> if you're gonna, see, her talking, her being pissed off about not getting eaten out, that's funny. Her groping a guy, not funny. Yeah. Just kind of uncomfortable. So, uh-huh. uh, she's the bottom for me. And then, uh, Carrie, for obvious reasons, Miranda, and then Charlotte. Okay, so Charlotte's your top this week? Charlotte's my top because she was very supportive as a friend, and I feel Ooh. like having body image issues is relatable. And oh. I feel like, do you know what's not relatable? Having help. <laughs> That's true. That is a good point. That is not very relatable. 
I feel like, yeah, I mean, my I definitely am going to put Samantha at the bottom too for the exact same reason. And then Carrie because Carrie was just like she started out the episode fine and then like the further along it went, I was like, girl, fucking chill and be an adult about this. And then yeah. I feel like I'm going to put Miranda first just because this plot is so funny to me, but it also is really unrelatable for that reason. I guess it's like just the whole idea of someone replacing a vibrator with the Virgin Mary is so funny to me. That, like, it's very funny that, is the thing. Yeah. It just it, – it wins out to me. Like some – like Charlotte was the most valid this episode for sure. Like uh-huh. she's definitely number one most valid. But Miranda's plot this episode was just so funny to me that like – it's one of those plots I look back on this show and I'm like, yeah, this is one of the like – this is one of the really standout episodes in terms of Miranda's plot for me. Mm-hmm. It's just so stupid but um, – it, it really so is. Yeah. It's, very, it's a very memorable – uh, dare I say iconic? Iconic, yes. Uh, episode or plot, at least. Mm-hmm. I did watch this episode on an airplane once, uh, <laughs> which was very awkward because of the obvious reasons with the spa. Um, there are probably more boobs in this episode than in most of the other episodes combined. So, mm-hmm. uh, plus several bushes. So you know, we got lots of bush, we got lots of boobs, and that. I did watch that on a plane, so yep, <laughs> that was fun. Uh, so shall we get into questions? We should, and like earlier today, I put out and asked for some questions because we only had two, and now we've got several. So I guess we got to try to you know like speed round these again. Um, uh, yeah, we'll see how we're doing for time. We have one yeah. that I can really sink my teeth into. Oh, yeah. So I think some of these we got to – some of them we got to give some time to for sure. Yeah. So if you want to send us a question, you can send us questions to citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com slash ask, just like always. And uh, this week's questions, uh, we're going to start out with one from Tumblr user 2x2furious who says, uh, one, if each of the girls worked at Sterling Cooper, what departments would they be working in? Uh, and two, if the girls were going to hook up with each of the madmen, who would they choose? So, okay, so first department. Okay, well, so they're women, so they would all have to be receptionists. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like, I don't really know what departments they have choices in. Like, <laughs> I guess Carrie would be like a copywriter like uh, Peggy. God, she's not even like one iota of the intelligence that Peggy has, but... No, yeah. but she's a writer. She's a writer, so she has to. I feel like uh, Samantha could do like what Joan does. Oh my god, Samantha Joan is the Samantha of Madman. Yeah, pretty much. But like, oh my god, I love Joan so much. I really mm-hmm. do love the Madman questions because I think Madman is like my Lost or oh, Riverdale. That's really Madman. Nice. Madman is my Dunkirk. <laughs> that's really good. Uh, um, Charlotte doesn't work. Charlotte's like <laughs> Charlotte's married to someone who works at Sterling Cooper and comes in every once in a while, but like she doesn't work there. She's Alice. Yeah, she's Alice and Bree's character. She's married. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's she just shows up in her little like fur coat. So who else? Oh, I think actually, uh, I think Samantha Sorry, you would. Oh, I think actually Samantha would be in accounts. So she would like. She would do what like later series Joan does, is sort of take like out the uh like the head of the companies and stuff and show him a good time and probably fuck mm. him. 
I like that. I like that. Uh, what about Miranda? I'm, Miranda would just be like an accountant. She would, you know, uh-huh. something boring, something like, not boring, but something practical and helpful. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that's the first part. The second part, if the girls were going to hook up with each of the madmen, who would they choose? <laughs> the titular madmen. Uh, so, so obviously, I mean, they're all going to go after Don. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who he would actually bang. Okay, I feel like Samantha Samantha goes for Roger because she likes an older man. Um, mm-hmm. But then she also likes a younger man. Yeah. She just likes men. True. I mean... <laughs> She's not she's not limited to one mad men. It's not like you get one. It's like no. you can you can get around. Yeah. Uh, uh so yeah, I don't feel like Carrie would go for a Roger. I feel like she might be she might be a Don, but it wouldn't go anywhere. Don is her type, but she is not Don's type. Yeah, that makes sense. Like Miranda would definitely go over someone who is like far worse than she is. I mean, I know all the med men all the madmen are like worse than her, but like I don't mm. know. She would go for someone who's definitely like far lower on the totem pole than herself. <laughs> Even for like <laughs> being in the sixties and women have like no status whatsoever. <laughs> like Yeah. I feel like I honestly feel like Charlotte would go on a date with Pete. She would she I mean we said that she would have married Pete and Pete fucking sucks. So then they get a it's divorce true. and then she yeah. marries Lane. Hmm. Yeah. Lane is the Harry of the show because, Uh like, no, is he the most conventionally attractive? No. Is he nice? Uh Yeah. Uh True. That's a really good point. I guess we should clarify that we mean Harry from City or Harry from Sex in the City, not Harry from uh, Mad Men. No, Harry from Mad Men can die. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking hate Harry. I feel like one of them, or maybe, um, Charlotte will go out with Ken, because Ken is, like, the okay, oh, he's yeah. the okay wasp. He's lovely. Uh, yeah, that totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can imagine Miranda being into Pete. I feel like Miranda could have a similar story to, like, Peggy, where it's kind of, like, you're, you're you know, like, a very put-together professional woman, but then, like, I mean, she does kind of just, like, have a baby unexpected, and then she has terrible taste yeah. in men. These men suck ass, and she deserves better. And who sucks ass more than Pete? So. <laughs> True. I was going to um, say maybe Miranda and Stan. Mm. Who, I don't know if you watched that late into the series, but Stan comes along, and I I like Stan, and he's a bit he's a bit witty, he's a bit dry, he's very thick. Uh huh. Which I I'm, think I know who that is. I I'm haven't into. watched like the later seasons, but I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He's a thick boy. He's a sarcastic boy, and I could see him and Peggy and him and Miranda getting along because she's probably, in terms of personality, the most similar mm-hmm. to Peggy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I think they're kind of, they've got some similarities. So I think we've answered that pretty to the best of our abilities. Yep. <laughs> Given that I haven't seen all of Mad Men, but you definitely have wh- far more knowledge than I do. So I think I've seen uh, it like twice. So uh, <laughs> I love me, I love me some nice. Mad Men. I've seen like, I've seen like the first three and a half seasons. So I've seen yeah. like, a good chunk of it and i like know a lot of stuff that happens in, like the later seasons of it and stuff like i've been on tumblr i've seen the gifts <laughs> uh, i've been on tumblr i've seen the gifts uh, oh yeah i i know about by the world of coke 
So, uh, so thank you for that question. Uh, our second question is from Tumblr user Mike Dawson, regular question asker, who says, are there any characters in the show who would not be guillotined when the revolution comes? No. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends where you draw the line. Like, it's – like, I mean, Charlotte for sure would be – None of them are like working class is the thing. None Steve of them are billionaires. Is. Well, Steve, that- yeah, yeah. Could we call True. him a class traitor for um <laughs> for marrying into wealth? Maybe we could. Maybe we could call him that. Like Steve, you call yourself self-made. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, we could say like, oh, Stanford, but then no, he's a wasp. Um, I mean, just because we like Stanford. Yeah, we do like Stanford because the thing is gay rights, but uh, (laughs) none of them are – I mean, okay, Charlotte has too much money, especially after stuff that happens, like, in the future. Mm. Uh, Carrie, like, pretends like she's a proletariat princess, but she is a – she's not. She's not working class. So, I don't know. I mean, the thing is she's not – rich is the thing it's not like she's like got lots of wealth but she does have lots of possessions and she's very materialistic that's true so i really i can't think of anyone who i would put my neck on the line for so guillotine them all sadly yeah true especially big big gets big gets his head cut off first oh he gets his head cut off and put on a spike mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you for that, uh, Dr. Phil Voice. Okay, so our next question is from, oh, dear good friend of the show, Sarah, a.k.a. a Tumblr user, Chisatankas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so thank you, Sarah. Sarah sent us two questions this week. Uh, thank you so much. The first one is a longer one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm just going to read the whole thing at first, and then we can tackle this because it's a doozy. So... What's the worst place you've ever had a wardrobe malfunction? In sixth grade, I was changing clothes after gym, and I didn't want to take my shoes off, so I just tried to force my shoe through the jeans, but I got stuck, and I couldn't move my foot or the shoe, so I hobbled out of the locker room looking for the gym teacher for help. I went to the gym with only one pant leg on, and then two minutes later, the entire girls' softball team walked in. Oh, honey. I, oh, I read this. Sarah, why do you try and why do you want to do it with your shoes on? I do you know I picture these in my head as like those uh fucking big clunky skate shoes. Oh god. Yeah, because it was around that era when everyone was wearing yeah. skate shoes. Like yeah, yeah, Sarah, please confirm. Yep, let us know <laughs> as soon as possible. Uh-huh. Uh, uh I I I actually, I have a very, I have a similar school one, which isn't quite as bad. I mean, it is actually kind of bad. So, uh, I remember one time, it was the summer, and as a, as a teen, I was big into, uh, push-up bras, especially brightly colored ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as we all were. And I, I remember I went to go speak to, like, my, my, like, form tutor, and mm-hmm. I was complaining about another student who was, like, a piece of shit, and, I didn't realize until after I'd been speaking to my tutor that my shirt was just unbuttoned. <laughs> oh, yeah, 
that that happens a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, when you got titties. Yeah. When you got titties, and especially when you like insist on buying small shirts because mm-hmm. you're like, mm, I want it to be fitted, and it's not fitted because it's just bursting open at the seams. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's so. It relatable. took me a long time to realize I need to actually buy shirts that fit. Yeah. Uh huh. So uh, yeah. yeah, so we had like a hot pink bra showing the whole time I was talking to my two. Oh my god, that's so funny! I don't think I've ever mm-hmm. had like the shirt burst all the way open, but like it happens to me all the time where like a button will pop open basically because it's just like yeah. the they the boobs are just being like free me. And uh, (laughs) even just like a week ago, I was at Starbucks and I realized like I'd been talking to the barista and I had like two buttons open on my shirt and I like right in the boob area. And I was like, that's great. And I wasn't wearing a bra that day. So I was like, this is just (laughs) fine. This is fine. I mean, it's not like they saw my nipples or anything, but it was open. You can see like my skin. And I'm like, this is great. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mm-hmm. yeah I did. Worse. Oh, I had something really bad. Okay, you Kate, you say what you were gonna say. I was just gonna say I was in class once and I was wearing leggings and I sat on like a nail and they ripped on the butt, so there was a little <laughs> hole. And luckily, I usually don't wear any uh, knickers with my leggings, uh, but luckily I did uh-huh. this day because I was wearing black ones, so it wasn't that bad. Oh my god. Oh no. That would have been that's so bad. Uh, no, you tell yours time. now. Okay. I just remember this isn't even a wardrobe malfunction. This is just like a very embarrassing people seeing me situation. <laughs> when okay. I was like in the bathroom one time and you know those like Starbucks bathrooms where they just like don't like the doors like you can't tell if they're locked or not because you push the button in and you're like is it locked or is it not locked it's a mystery uh-huh uh so the door was like not locked and i remember i just i had my pants like fully down because i was like going to the bathroom and i was like partly standing up at the time <laughs> someone opened oh the door God. on me <laughs> and it just I don't even, like, I don't know. I just remember being so mortified. And it wasn't even that I had, like, a wardrobe malfunction. It was just that, like, my pants were fully down. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? You just opened the door that I thought was locked. And it just, it was great. So. Oh, Christ. (laughs) That's the time where you need the Virgin Mary. I know. It's true. Like, maybe if I was religious, this wouldn't happen. Uh, It probably still would. (laughs) probably would it's true catholics are having bad shit happen to them all the time i think but i mean they kind of deserve it but uh so uh thank you for that question sarah um we have one from summer before we get back to sarah uh so our next one is Uh from our wonderful guest recent guest host of the show summer aka interstellar princess on tumblr who sent a question that says sex in the city themed spells and or curses i realize this sounds ominous but i just think it could create a fun conversational space uh love to you both i love you summer i know summer is so good yeah i well thank you for asking this because Mm -hmm. you asked everyone's favorite podcast which true Uh, Mm -hmm. i okay here's my thing i i don't believe in curses i'm a whole believer of you know you point one finger and you have four pointing back at you so 
I don't, I'm not really into that whole business. So I don't know about curses. Mm. I mean, I feel like watching the show is bringing a curse upon me anyway. That's a good point. Mm. Yeah. The curse, um, the thing is, so- the curse of the show is men. <laughs> uh, <so laughs> men are a curse, are a blight upon our community. So yeah. I don't know about, I don't, we don't need to add more curses to the world. I would say, in terms of spells, maybe you could like throw a cosmopolitan into the bath and Ooh. then, I don't know, make you sexy. What if there was a spell that just automatically gave you like the exact shoes you were imagining on your feet? at that moment Ooh, like, they would just appear on good. your feet yeah yeah that'd be kind of cool i feel like sabrina yeah. did that a lot didn't she she would like probably the original sabrina she would like you know i guess like click uh. her fingers and then she would have a different outfit on i love sabrina oh uh, that was so good i definitely just because yeah. <laughs> obviously <laughs> you know how everyone gets melissa joan hart and uh what is the other person uh alicia silverstone mixed up i definitely had a moment there where i was thinking for a sec of alicia silverstone in uh clueless where she has like the computer that like yes. puts all the outfits together <laughs> and i always wanted that so bad i would love to have that just like even this episode carrie talks about how she's like i envisioned every possible combination of episode or of of clothing i could put on uh, every possible combination of like shirts and pants and dresses and shoes yeah. and i was like this is why you need that thing from clueless uh, <laughs> and it just says match match oh my god yes so good that is that yeah i mean that's the ideal technology i have no idea why that was even in the film because <laughs> it's good is why <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, yeah. you watch it, and it's the like, opening bit, and you're like, okay, is she going to have, like, some other stupid rich people gadgets? And she doesn't. She's just a regular rich person. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> she needs a computer to tell her to match her yellow plaid with her yellow plaid. So. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, is yeah. she, I know, Cher isn't stupid. She's just a bit dim. Because, mm-hmm. But, like, yellow goes with yellow. What else are you going to yeah. wear yellow plaid with? Let's be real here. Yeah, that's a good point. So maybe the computer told her nothing else matched with it. So yeah, I mm. think maybe in terms of other spells, maybe there's like a um, maybe like a, a scrying spell or something, something like sort of uh like forecasting thing over whether your boyfriend is oh. a boyfriend for the week or a boyfriend that's going to appear in multiple episodes. Ooh, that's interesting. Like a season-long boyfriend or... Yeah. Uh, hmm. I like that. Yeah, this is much less ominous than it could have been because instead of doing curses, it's just... Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're good witches. You know, if this is... Mm-hmm. If we were in Sabrina, then we'd be good witches. We wouldn't be bad witches. I mean, we just look we bad because we only wear black. I mean, we look badass. <laughs> I think that's all I can think of right now. Uh, yeah, I think so too. So uh, thank you, Summer, for the wonderful thank question. You. I like questions that make me kind of think a little bit about, about yeah. stuff. Unlike uh-huh. those other questions that are not intellectual at all. Just kidding. They all make me think. <laughs> Unfortunately. Sometimes I wish I wasn't thinking about the things. I, but... Yeah, same. I, <laughs> I wish my brain would mm-hmm. stop. I wish she would be quiet. Yeah, it'd be nice. 
Uh, next question is from Sarah again. So, uh, this isn't even really a question. Uh, Sarah just says, uh, so she says, tall women are a blessing to this universe and I don't really have much else to say. As a 6'6 turbo bitch, I'm excited to hear an episode all about me. I wish this was all about six foot six turbo bitches. Uh, oh, it's not, I unfortunately. I know. But, oh, I'm so sorry to let you down, Sarah. Mm. Uh, but I'm so proud of you for being a six six turbo bitch because that rules. And God, we really need more tall women. I mean, yeah. I say this as a woman who's like not even five feet tall. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. We need more Amazons. We need more tall women. I love me a tall woman. Yeah, tall women rule. Tall women of all varieties, because I feel like lots of people are like, oh, I just want a tall woman to step on me. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, that's true. Same. But also, there's, like, really soft tall women and, like – yeah. Yeah, it's like – There are short women who can good. step on your neck. Like, you just need yeah. to get down on the floor first. There is women of all heights and of all amounts of stepping on you that, like, there's a full spectrum. Can I get some love for all the average-heighted bitches out there? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you sure fucking can. You can get some love. I was applying for some, like, modeling agency, and it said statistics, and you had to be over 5'9". And I was like, Kate Moss is 5'7", you fucking bitch. Oh, my God. I applied That's anyway, so but I haven't heard anything back, so I'm too short. Oh, I mean, I'm too short to be a flight attendant, so, <gasps> yeah. Well, well we you know you're going to be... fit on the plane. Why do you need to be tall? <laughs> you got to help people put their luggage, like, in the car- in the carry-on things, so, uh, yeah, you got to be tall enough to be able to do that, I guess, so. That's yeah. stupid. I know, and I'm too I short mean... to go into space, like, everything is just, <laughs> it's a disaster for me in terms of, you know, my air travel autonomy so yeah i i mean i will say flight attendant rules are the dumbest things ever yeah true because they are very like they are very appearance based a lot of the time Mm. which is like hmm. Hmm. for what like what i've never been on a plane like damn i wish that uh flight attendant was wearing more lipstick i can't concentrate (laughs) And it's like in Canada, it's like, what am I gonna do? Change to the other one airline we have? Like, I don't got options. Like, it's not gonna make a difference. <laughs> what am I gonna do? Get off the plane because her eyeshadow isn't nice enough? Shut up. So stupid. It's, stu- it's stupid. There's no hope for women. Anyway, <laughs> there's none. There's no hope for women. It's so sad. Okay, so this question is a lot. So our next question is from Magnificent. Sap Caddy? I'm really bad at reading. Magnificent Sap Caddy, I think. Uh, at least you never said Chisa Tonkas. <laughs> yeah, only on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so this question says, you know how St. Lawrence was allegedly roasted to death on a spit by cannibals, and now he's the patron saint of chefs and cooking. If the main characters were canonized by the Catholic Church, what would they be the saints of based off of the worst thing that's happened to them? Well, I've got to say, I would love to be spit roasted to death. <laughs> yeah. uh, it depends for me. I don't know. It depends yeah. who's doing the spit roasting, but we've already spoken about that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say uh, I would love to be eaten as well. N- not that way. Anyway, um, <laughs> the worst thing that's ever happened to them. I mean... About 
things do genuinely happen to the girls. I guess we could make up, like, ironic deaths for them. True. I mean, so, uh, Carrie could be the patron saint of piss. Like, she could get... She could... <laughs> Drown. Be- yeah, she's forced to piss on John Slattery forever until her body is completely dehydrated and she shrivels up into a prune <laughs> and she becomes the patron saint of piss. Uh, uh okay. And then uh yeah, Samantha has to be the patron saint of fucking. So maybe she does she has a heart attack when she's in bed. So Samantha has to get fucked to death. <laughs> True. So what's she the patron saint of then? Of just getting fucked or orgasms oh okay she has too many orgasms that she has like an embolism oh my god that's horrifying yeah but that's that's gotta be how she dies uh good for her charlotte just dies alone because that would be the worst way for her to die she gets trampled to death by a horse the patron saint of loneliness uh and what do we say miranda like the worst thing that happened to her was steve yeah yeah, she's stuck with Stephen. She's the patron saint of um, unfulfilling m- monogamous heterosexual relationships. <laughs> oh, that's like the worst one, and all of those were bad. I don't. Maybe it's not I worse mean, that's than the what piss ca- one, but <laughs> that's what Catholicism is about. What about Just... piss or about being unfulfilled uh, and I heterosexual? Mean, I don't think there's much piss. Uh, there's a little piss. It's mostly <laughs> about being heterosexual, though. Yeah, true. That's unfortunate. And accidental pregnancies. There's a lot this of accidental is, yeah. pregnancies. This is why the only thing I know about Christianity is like what I've learned from Sufjan Stevens. Because I'm like, why would you want to do it if you're not going to be gay about it? So True. Yeah. True. Jesus was so, gay. Jesus was extremely gay. So, uh-huh. yeah. All right. So, Mike Dawson, Tumblr user Mike Dawson, has sent us uh, another two questions. And they're both very short. Um, the first one is which character has the most viruses on their PC? Hmm. Samantha, she watches the most porn. Yeah, true. I feel like Samantha, but also I feel like maybe Carrie because she uses her computer the most for like writing and she probably she's probably gonna online shop as soon as that's like a popular thing. But like I also feel like Carrie has like zero computer literacy. Uh, yeah, she is like confirmed yeah. bad at computers. Yeah, she has no idea what the fuck's going on on a computer. So she would definitely download all kinds of viruses, just doing the most inane bullshit. So yeah, she'd be like, yeah. "Oh, my computer says I have a virus, and I need to download this to get rid of it." Okay. Uh, Carrie's a fucking idiot. So uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the other question uh, is follow-up. Do any of them have Bonzi Buddy downloaded? I don't know what this is. Bonzi Buddy? Um, yeah. So it was like, you know that little paperclip thing? Yeah. It's kind of like that. It was one of those like desktop helpers and it would say like, hello, do you need me to open up your email or do a funny dance or some bullshit? Uh, right. There's like What's it called? Vine Source, this, uh, which is like a like a gaming thing. You probably you don't give a shit. You're not a gamer. You're not on YouTube. I mean, you are true. a gamer, but you're not a gamer. Capital G gamer. Yeah, true, true, true. Uh, and this it sort of became popular because this guy <laughs> tried to like basically downloaded all the shitty fucking viruses to try and brick an old computer. Okay. 
and Bonzi Buddy was one of them, and Bonzi Buddy would speak like, hello. Like, <laughs> it's really bad. It's very oh creepy. Um, I, hmm. <laughs> I definitely thought it was going to be like Clippy, the paperclip, but like horny. So that's, I mean, I'm happy that it wasn't that. So No, he's like a little, pur- he's like a little, um, uh, like a purple monkey. Do you know what? I actually think I might have downloaded a uh, a horny one of those when I was a uh, when I was a kid. Oh my god! Like instead of being named Clippy, it's just named Clitty. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, it was like a sexy woman dancing, and um, it was just in the in the bottom of your screen because you know how you always want to have a gif of a sexy woman dancing on your desktop, like at all times, yeah. Uh huh. I did that. (laughs) I did that when I was like a twelve-year-old trying to figure out why I was very into women. God, I love that feeling of being like you don't even know yet, but you're like, God, why am I so gay if I'm not gay? Like, (laughs) I'm not gay. I just like reading lesbian fan fiction. Uh, Yeah, like I'm not gay. I just like really like to see boobs. Like I don't know what's up with that. (laughs) I'm not gay. I just want to mow some hay. Uh, Yeah, like. Nothing wrong with that. Just mowing some hay. And that's, I mean, it, the thing is, it is perfectly normal. We were right. It just, True. we were just wrong about the part about being gay. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> Turns out we it's are. Good. We realized things. We grew up and we realized. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Realize, realize, realize. Yep. Oh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and the real lies are that you're straight. Yeah, if you're straight, then why the fuck are you listening to our podcast? Get the fuck out of here. Get off my lawn. (laughs) No straight people allowed. No, this is heterophobic. Um, Please leave. Mm -hmm. What if that guy who was in the bar, who I'm imagining is like very straight, in my mind he looks like a cowboy, do you think he still listens to us? If he does, please write in. Um... Yeah, send us an anonymous Tumblr asks. Let us know if you're listening to us. If, What's up? Howdy. <laughs> if there are any straight men listening to this, please let us know. Right? <laughs> like yeah. my own boyfriend. You're on thin fucking ice. Uh, <laughs> for being a straight man. <laughs> uh, uh, should we uh-huh. sign out? We should sign out. We should we should wrap this up. So uh, you can find me on Twitter at Age of Oddish. You can find me on Tumblr at Windfall Island. Where can we find you, Alex? Uh, you can find me on Tumblr at Dork Phoenix. Uh, you probably know that I'm on Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. And yeah. if you're a Patreon subscriber, then you should have a little bonus episode featuring me coming soon. Um <gasps> Oh, I'm a Patreon subscriber. That means I'm going to get it. Hell yeah. You're going to get it as soon as someone uh, fucking uploads it for me. <laughs> so. Nice. Uh, oh, anyway. it's already done. Nice. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and and I should be on uh, fear baiting. I don't know. It won't be by the time this comes out, but it'll probably be the day after. Oh, hell yeah. That rules. Podcasting. Yeah, speaking of having demons in your pussy, we're doing a film about having demons in your pussy. It's called Possession. Oh, that rules. Maybe I'll listen to this episode, because the thing is, I'm not a horror movie person, and so I've only listened to, like, one episode of Fear Bidding before. Um, but the thing is, you're great, and Sarah's great, so... Oh. And demons and pussies are great, so... I mean, they're yeah. not great, but, like, it's interesting to me, so... It's one of my favorite films, and it's a very interesting film, 
uh, it's a very strange film. It's very intense. And yeah, there's, there's she fucks a demon in it. That rules. <laughs> we are all fuck demons. I mean, if you've ever fucked a man before, am I right, gamers? Uh, this is the second time <laughs> I've said am I right, gamers tonight. I don't like it. But uh, yeah, and you know what? You can find that episode on Noise Space when it's out. Noisespace.xyz, which is also where we're hosted because Family Love Podcast Network. So uh uh-huh. yeah go check us out there check us out on tumblr citygirlsmakedo.tumblr.com we're at citygirlsmakedo on twitter you know where we are you've been listening for a long time so uh i guess that's it for tonight yeah mohe every day mohe every day bitches so long and good night i just did an actual <laughs> salute <laughs> no one could see me but i did a salute